past is shooting at these foolish rappers Long as I'm the number one, I don't care who come after When I came from Africa, they call me booty straps What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA Podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy, Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai. This is episode number 75. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about UFC 291, the results. And if there were any implications, we shall see. And also the BMF belt. Uh, okay. Um, we're also going to talk about Crawford versus Spence, which was probably the biggest fight of everything over the weekend. Bellator did a co-event with Ryzen, which I didn't watch. Um, so I can't really talk about it. I saw a few clips of this and that, but, um, I'll have to go back, watch, and then come back with some sort of like follow-up to that and at least tell you what mattered from those fights. And last but not least, uh, I'm going to do an unboxing with my wife. Um, she loves to do that kind of thing. And I ordered a BJJ box subscription, which I've now canceled. But nonetheless, I have a box and I've had it for a little while. In fact, I snagged this hat out of it, which I wasn't supposed to do, but I did anyway. And um, we'll go through the box and see what, what else they sent me. It was kind of a confusing situation. But shout out to BJJ box. I did get my box. Thank you all very much. Um, and that's it. But if you like the show, tip the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend. Um, if you want to help support the show, you can do so by hitting the cash app, as Dr. Umar would say, hit the cash app, hit the cash app, hit the cash app. If you know who that is, you know, it says it three times. It's crew luck, obviously. Um, if you want to stop by the gym, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com. Uh, you can sign up for a trial class on the website, or you can hit us up directly uh, at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram or through the website. And if you want to try the jiu-jitsu class, you can try uh, hitting up Roberto Carrero at Carrero BJJ on Instagram. He's a great instructor. I've said this before and a partner at the gym. So swing by www.luckysmt.com and start your martial arts, fitness, self-defense, uh, health journey. Okay, UFC 291, let's go through the results, at least the ones I think that matter. Uh, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, with the flying knee. I mean, there isn't much to say. This man has gone up and down. He has the most knockouts, I think, in UFC uh, history, maybe? Yeah, most knockouts. I think he, he came back and got that with that knockout. But it's not just the flying knee and then finishing with punches. It's the fact that this dude has been... On the cusp of be of greatness, he has fame and he has notoriety and he has love and he's obviously making some cash, but on the cusp of that greatness experience where you're just like, you know, he won the title or he won some sort of something, you know, interim title, bunch, I don't know. He's just right there. Everybody loves him. And the most important thing we noticed about Black Beast, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis this weekend was... The man showed up with abs, which he's struggled with his weight, struggled with his health because of his weight, um, more than likely struggled with his training because of all of that. And this man showed up with abs and jumping knee in the in the opening of the fight and finishes the fight within 30 seconds, something like that. So, you know, shout out to him for being um, able to overcome all this. And it's the last fight on his contract. And he did the exact right thing to make some big bucks in the new contract. And granted, there's a lot that goes into becoming a free agent. But at least 
he has the opportunity now to kind of see what he could possibly do. And it was mentioned on another, I think Ariel mentioned that, you know, he might be on, on cue for the Nganu fight. I mean, there's a big chance that this dude just holds out. Maybe the UFC offers him something. Maybe they, you know, waited out, try to match the PFL. Maybe they decide, man, he's just not worth it. He's never going to be the chan- the title, but, you know, pe- people like him. But how much is that worth to them versus how much it's worth to the PFL and if they're willing to match what the PFL is willing to offer, so forth and so on. Congrats to Derek Lewis for putting himself in that position. Bobby Green beat Tony Ferguson by head and arm choke in the third round. Um, obviously, Tony Ferguson took an eye poke somewhere in that fight. And <sighs> all right, let's just face it, man. We love Tony Ferguson, but he is done. And I don't mean done fighting. I just mean like, you know, the the guy that was at the top of the the division for so long is no longer there and can no longer be considered one of those guys. You know, he had a crazy run and never got the opportunities that he really needed towards the end of that run. Never had the Khabib, never got the, just never got there. And that's fighting. Even if you're the best or even if you're great and even if you knock all these people out or cut all these people's faces up and even if they make memes about you and even if you've done all these amazing things, it can all just be over like that. And I love Tony Ferguson and his craziness. I didn't like him on The Ultimate Fighter, but I did like him in his UFC career and it's just unfortunate that it's gone this way. Shout out to Bobby Green though. You know what it is. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Holland put out Michael Chiesa. With a Darce, again, early in the fight. I don't, you know, it was funny before the fight started, or what was going on, I was thinking Michael Chiesa, like, I don't know where this guy is, man. I just don't know where he is. And I think Kevin Holland, you know, knee, little clinch, you know, on the, I think Chiesa blitzed in. They kind of got tangled up. Both heads got down. Bobby Bobby, not Bobby. Kevin Holland made a little bit of a slight turn and turned towards Kiesa, puts Kiesa on the cage, knees him in the head, takes him down, Darce chokes. I mean, it's over. Like, that's tough, man. Big for Kevin Holland. Real tough for, for Michael Kiesa. And I wish him all the luck. I don't know what's going to happen with that guy, but Kevin Holland is steadily increasing his stock every time he steps foot in that octagon, one way or the other. Even on losses, he seems to be on the rise no matter what the case. So, Big shout out to Kevin Holland and way to put that grappling in, into uh, play. Um, you know, yes, he's a striker, but clearly he's learned that, you know, you have to be able to win these fights everywhere. And he did a great job with that, Darce. All right, let's move on to the co-main and main, Piera and Blockowitz. Listen, Blockowitz took him down in the first round, couldn't do anything with it, with Pierre, Pereira. And Pereira basically, you know, fought off Blockowitz, Jan, Polish power for the rest of the fight. I mean, he didn't, Jan was definitely, they were both a little bit gassed. Jan definitely looked more gassed. And he really just couldn't do anything with the grappling, which is like, if you really aren't being super successful standing up and you have to rely on your grappling, then you need to take them down. You have to really show like, you know, a great submission effort, have something close to being locked in, you know, or apply a, a hell of a lot of ground and pound. Otherwise, you know, that person getting back to their feet 
negates the fact that you took them down because you didn't do anything with it. And I know you tried to do it the first round, which is probably what won you the first round. Like I'm talking to Dan personally, but you know, and I honestly, I could have seen 50 feet. I could have seen it a draw because they both, neither one of them actually took over the fight. I think they just voted for the one that actually did a slightly more damage than the other. That's it. Um, Pereira again, shaking the odds and, uh, you know, I said this, I said this before, I don't know if it's going to happen, but what we're looking at is a rematch with Adesanya for the 205 pound belt, which Pereira will at some point, some point hold. This is, it's like a, it's a, whatever these two dudes have, their destinies are intertwined. So let's best believe that if Pereira gets that belt, It'll be Adesanya versus Pereira for the 205-pound belt, and it will be glorious. All right, BMF belt was on display on, I don't know, it was out there, which, who cares? I mean, I guess it's like they, like Gaethje said, it's good for their legacy, but it was Gaethje versus Poirier for the BMF belt, and at the beginning of the fight, I noticed that Gaethje was throwing a lot of kicks. Not that he doesn't throw a lot of kicks. He was throwing a lot of outside leg kicks. I don't know what that meant, but I was like, damn, you know, kicking looks like it's going to be a big part of the of the game plan with Gaethje, like bigger than before. And I think that because the more I saw him kick, the more I was like, man, he's really like, he's not throwing these to pity pad. He's throwing these with some power. And every time he would kick, Dustin, Dustin would give a little shoulder head shake thing and get back into it and I don't know if it was a full setup thing we're going to do this the whole time go for that head kick but you know I'm assuming that he learned from Usman his teammate from taking that kick from kick from Leon Edwards that that setup is beautiful it works in the gym when I'm teaching it works when we're sparring it works in fights it just works especially if you can already get the person leaning which Dustin kind of had a little bit of lean on the block and he kicked, that's the other thing I'm, I teach all the time, kick through the head kick. Who cares if they have their hands up? Kick through the head kick. They're going to feel it. And he felt it. He only had one hand up. That's the other part of the head kick defense. One arm is not going to do you justice, man. It's just not going to save you. You're going to get, even if you're able to get a good glove on it, it's going to wobble you pretty good anyway. So, second round, Gaethje throws that head kick, man. He does the uh, Leon Edwards Throws that punch out there and then slides right behind it with that head kick. One five, one punch after that, but it didn't really do much. And then uh, Herb Dean came flying in. BMF belt acquired by Gaethje. And if you ask me, these two dudes have cemented their legacies long before this, but let's keep it real. Uh, Dustin Poirier has beat everybody and beat Conor McGregor twice. Justin Gaethje has be also beat everybody and now beat Dustin Poirier and got the BMF belt. These are two of the absolute best. I mean, listen, man, you can say whatever you want about other guys this weight class. 55ers, I mean, these two belong right up there with anybody in the top three. They can You can mix and match the top five. These guys are fantastic. And I wanted to see more of a fight because it looked like Dustin was putting his hands together pretty well. And they had a great game plan. They were going to, you know, they were going to kick with the boxer instead of trying to box with him, which was a great idea. And it worked. So congratulations. Dustin seemed like he was in good spirits. Obviously, Gaethje's in, you know, great spirits. So that was, that card was pretty good overall. I think 
if you're a fan of MMA, you really got to see a lot of everything you wanted to see in that card. And you should be super stoked. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I know that I did. But to be honest, I had the UFC fights mostly on mute because Crawford versus Spence was on. And I've been waiting for this for a long time. I know there are people that just found, you know, not just found out, but really kind of just got into Terrence Crawford or, you know, on the bandwagon of Spence. But I actually, you know, followed Crawford for a long, long time. And I, I love the way he boxes. I love the way he switches stances. I love all that. Obviously, if you know me, you know I like to switch stances and I like to teach both stances and reasons and things reasons why you do that and how the games change on either side etc etc and what you saw actually had a conversation with uh on a group chat with my dad and my brother my dad wrote in talking about um being a southpaw errol spence being a southpaw and this and that and i just was like that's not exactly how that works you know, generally, if you're a southpaw, most of the time you're going to be fighting orthodox fighters. It's rare because you're a rarity. Like, not, there's not as many left-handers out there. Um, the other part is you're very rarely going to find somebody who starts out right-handed right and turn, turns becomes a southpaw, which I believe is maybe a – I think – I'm not sure. And I'm not sure if that happened to Spence or Crawford, but I know Crawford does both very, very, very well. And he fought this fight specifically in Southpaw. Now, I don't know if it was just the way they game planned it, because the game planning was beautiful. Um, they countered everything that Spence had to offer. Um, definitely used the jab effectively with Spence, which is also a thing. You know, he jabbed with him in order to disrupt his regular momentum that he gets behind the jab. And he stayed southpaw, and I think that helps a lot because as a southpaw facing a southpaw, it's all even terms, right? And if I can somehow beat you to the jab timing-wise, I might have an actual better opportunity to find better angles because I switch stances and I'm comfortable in the other stance. Therefore, angles become more available to me but nonetheless he was able to jab with Spence and also stay head offline which was amazing he worked a very very well lateral movement to fight when he wanted to fight he caught almost every I almost you know since Floyd I won't compare compare him to Floyd but since Floyd you there aren't a lot of guys that are able to catch and counter as as well as Terrence Crawford. I mean, Canelo's pretty damn good at it, but good Lord, man. He caught and countered body shots. He caught and countered hooks. He parried and caught and countered jabs. And then he would offensively step in behind his jab and work several different options. The overhand looping left, the body shot with the right sort of hook or uppercut, and then he would counter quickly with a left hook off of the catches. Like the man was tremendous and there was not a lot that Spence could do about it. Obviously, you know, Spence is fantastic. There are too many fights where he's fantastic for me to look at him and go, damn, he's terrible now. <laughs> Obviously he's not, but 
for whatever reason, he couldn't get off. He couldn't find timing. He was missing so much. He didn't have footwork well. I don't, he, and he was outsmarted. Like his ring IQ wasn't high enough to even set up Terrence Crawford to be hit by anything substantial. He didn't look great. I don't know if it was the weight cut. I don't know if it was something else. It could have been Terrence Crawford is just way, way better. But also it could be that, you know, maybe the weight cut, maybe, you know, other things. I don't know, man. But, you know, I'm not going to to dog Spence. I'm just going to say, you know, ever since he, you know, people say this and I, I have maybe a different opinion on it. My only opinion on the car accident is it's very difficult to, for your body to recover after being thrown out of a car. Now, even though he's fully recovered and healthy, there has to be some lasting and lingering injuries or damage done after being thrown from a car. There is no way you come back 100%. There's just, I just can't see it. I don't know. I mean, I love the dude, but I don't, I don't know. Anyway, Crawford was just way better to me. He had more tools. He worked left and right. He worked up and down. Yeah, he set him up going forward. He set him up going backward. Uh, he worked off the ropes. He worked in the center of the ring. He worked left and right, even though it was very hard to see. Um, and he was stronger in a way that they thought Errol Spence would be stronger. And if we need to discuss that, let's do it very, very quickly. I've said this a million times. The hardest places to train across the world are wrestling rooms. Because nobody gives a damn how you feel. It is only about the work, work, work. It's hot and you're picking up other bodies and they're trying to pick you up and you're throwing each other around. And it builds a different kind of stamina, determination, and willpower and strength. Strength. Wrestlers are generally exceptionally strong. Terrence Crawford was first. A wrestler. Um, I, there's a video of him wrestling one of his trainers in slides or one of the guys at the gym. I'm going to post it. He's wrestling this guy in slides, um, eventually takes him down and cradles him and it's over. Now, I'm not, I don't know if this guy's a wrestler at all. It doesn't even matter. The point is he had great technique here. His wrestling hasn't left him, which means his strength hasn't left him. So if you ask me, everybody mistook the idea that this smaller dude, a slightly smaller guy was going to be way less strong. But I can tell you from training with wrestlers, both in Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu, that their strength is not what you think it's way stronger and it's not the same kind of strength as say somebody that lifts weights all the time it's just not the same um and they're used to how to move their bodies they're way more in tune because they have to be so i'll only say i think that those things i think people don't understand how strong terrence crawford really is i hope that they can look at this fight and realize that he dropped spence three times in this fight using IQ and footwork, but also he was pushing him around off of him 
using his strength. That being said, it was a fantastic fight for Crawford. Ugh, not a great showing at all for Earl Spence. And I love that. He's a Dallas dude. Love that guy. But Terrence Crawford, man, the boy from Omaha. Is that where he's from? Listen, man. One of the best ever. Um, I don't know what he's going to do. Go to 54, fight to Charlo. Go to 54, rematch Spence. Doesn't even matter. All I want that dude to do is enjoy life because he deserves it. He put his mind to it. Uh, he put all the doubters uh, to rest. And for somebody like me, who's always been a fan, um, I think it's dope that I got to watch him beat, you know, not some chumps, but he got to beat all the guys that actually mattered, you know, when it mattered and took belts from them and became an undisputed in two weight classes. Legit, legit. You know, without all the hoopla, without the setup fights to make it look a certain way, he really did the damn thing. So shout out to him. Shout out to Spence for taking that fight. I hope that the next fight he just looks better. He like I, he physically did not look good to me. So I don't know. You know, maybe I don't have an, an eye for it, but I've been doing this for a long time. I've seen him fight several times. He just did not look good to me. Um, so maybe something else going on and we'll hear about it or we won't. You know, a lot of times you don't hear about these things if something else is going on. Anyway, that being said, um, we're going to move on to the next segment, which is an unboxing segment from BJJ Box, which I'm doing with my wife. So, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Ah, all right, here we go. So I promised you another segment with the wifey. Um... I told you she likes to undo these unboxing things, so every time I come home, there's always some box of products that I have to listen to what they do. They do this for the moisture, and they do this, and then that evaporates, and it makes the skin soft, and for skins to this, then you... Anyway, there won't be any of that today. Today, it's an unboxing for me. Um, as I said earlier, I ordered a BJJ box subscription, and for whatever reason, right when I ordered it, they decided they were changing the way they do their uh, subscription. I don't remember if they said they're going to raise the cost to add more stuff or whatever the case may be. Nonetheless, I was like, I still didn't get a box and I've already paid twice. And then I got a letter and I got a box. Shout out to BJJ Box. I've always wanted a subscription and when I got one, everything kind of went weird. But I did get my box. So the lovely Abia and I are going to go through the box and... Uh, See what's in there. Oh, this hat was in there and I had to snag it because my hair looked crazy. So I really don't know everything that's in there or what it is exactly. So um, yeah, this was the first thing and it's nice. And it says, oos. All right, we'll go, we'll move on. All right, what do we got? What is it? A snack. What kind of snack? It's a salted caramel honey stinger waffle. Okay, I've never tried one of these. What, what is good. it though? What's it good for? I think it's just for a little bit of energy and some sugar rush. Yeah, it's a performance waffle. So I'll just eat it in my backpack and get performance. Um, and then you have a sample of s'mores. 100% whey protein isolate. Okay, so I'm going to drink this at some point. Also, this is a very small package. I don't. I use I use a lot of protein. Maybe that's different. S'mores than the that you use. with real marshmallow pieces. We shall see. 
I, I will might, be the, I'm gonna she shall be the judge of that because personally I don't know I have specific things that I like in my proteins and a lot of snacks we have a fit crunch chocolate chip cookie dough protein bar I mean all of this stuff is stuff that'll fit in my backpack and that I can eat because I'm usually at the gym at least the first five hours of my day uh, on the mat so a quick fit crunch I should actually tell you how these taste after I do this. I might do that later. Robert Irvine's Fit Crunch. Body in. Sorry. I should. You should subscribe. You should give me a sponsorship for that. Um, some penguin fingers cold compression therapy for fingers and toes. Um, yes. Cold compression. I'll put that right there. For fingers, you can't see it. Oh, there it is. Alleviates symptoms. I'm assuming jammed fingers and that type of thing. So definitely we'll be using these because these old broken joints will probably need them. It looks like finger tape. It looks like finger tape because it is finger tape by Monkey Tape. The Monkey Tape. I'm gonna, I am gonna. just want to open the, the, the bag real quick and just see it because it looks like it's... I can't. Oh, the packaging is good. Damn, they gave me sizes. Ow. All right, I don't even know if I can get them out of here, but let's just say. Oh, it's like Neapolitan ice cream. Yes, it's like Neapolitan ice cream. Uh, thin, uh, kind of thin, and a little thicker. So these are great, man. If you have finger problems in jiu-jitsu, if you're doing a lot of gi and you do a lot of gripping, this is the way to go, man. I haven't been taping my, t my, my toes, my fingers a lot lately, but as I get ready for whatever competition I'm going to do, I'm for sure going to be taping the hell out of them. Um, Max Odor Defense looks like uh, laundry detergent for your... It looks like laundry detergent? I mean, it's pretty liquidy. It's six loads. So this is concentrate. I'm going to try this because generally I use... Um, what do I use? Vinegar. vinegar. White vinegar, which is like the cure-all. However, clothes can be a little funky. So Max Odor Defense, I'm going to give you a try this week. I'll let you know how it is. Shark Doctor Showtime Arm Sleeve. This is for those people that get caught in arm bars a lot. You know who you are. Your arm gets a little sore in the elbow joint for that week after. Two two weeks. Got to rock a, an arm sleeve. I actually have one. Not one of these, but a different kind. And, um, yeah. I will definitely wear them in between uh, getting my arm hyperextended. Punch Gunk. Tough stuff for the rough stuff. Pain relief. That looks like a Toblerone bar. It, this is, okay, so Toblerone packaging, but punch gunk. Tough stuff for the rough stuff. Dude, I should get signed by all these people. Um, pain relief. So you already know you hurt. Get some stuff, rub it on there, and it'll feel better. Or have your wife do it. She ain't gonna do it. Just do it yourself. That's not true. That would totally do it. <laughs> and then this looks like a manicure kit. It's like a BJJ box, no clipper. What? Little scissors. Very Little scissors, great. clippers, files. It's got a file in it. Do you know what that is? I only ask because normally everybody just clips their nails and then they don't bother to file them. And so then they are still scratching the hell out of you and there's nothing like somebody with freshly clipped nails grabbing your neck and ripping across trying to get out of something so 
Thanks, BJJ Box. This will go in my bag, and I will use them to clip and file my nails. What do we got? Um, a journal to remember how to actually do the technique. Oh, yeah. So I've been talking about this a lot. Super cool pictures. Yeah. Pictures and a journal from BJJ Box on so you can so you can write down everything you're learning and things that you're trying to work on. There were some apps that I used in the past that were really great. I would go in there at the end of class and I would, you know, type in the things I worked on, how many reps, how many hours we trained, whatever we did. And I kept that for quite a while. But I've always really wanted a notebook so I can actually sit and write and talk about, you know, write about the things that I've practiced, what I need to work on specifically. I love this. And it says right on the front, just so everybody knows, well, that didn't work because as you know, Generally, when you're starting out with a technique or trying a technique at the beginning, that shit don't work. So, shout out again, BJJ Box. This is fire. And I hardly ever say that, but this is definitely going to get some use. And you have a t-shirt with, oh, it's a tank top with a bear on it. It's a large tank top with a bear. It says BJJ mode. You already know what it is. Going ham like a bear. Going ham like a bear. It's bears like ham or something. Like I know that's how that relates. Because if you see a ham, you go, well, you know, BJJ Box gave us a BJJ mode. Love it. And then here is a shirt with a lion on it. Dude, I'm going ham like a bear and I'm going ham like a lion. Because lions eat ham. That's not true. Don't listen to me. I know nothing about the wild. But anyway, it's a nice shirt. I'm going to rock it. What else we got? Oh, my favorite part of the box is the products. Okay, as of course. So you have a plus defense, all natural with tea tree and a eucalyptus essential oils. It looks like a body bar. All right, so if you've done jujitsu long enough, you know. If you've done martial arts long enough, at least, let's say, if you've done martial arts during the MMA era, in the last 20 some odd years or so, you would have come across Defense Soap. Defense Soap was like one of the first products for people that are on the mats a lot to try to stay, keep your body clean so you don't get, you know, MRSA or some other nasty fungal disease on your body. And they used to come out, I'm sure they still have all these products. They used to have a bottle like this of liquid soap. They had, I think, some shampoos. But Defense Soap is one of the best products out there for keeping your ass clean after you do Jiu Jitsu. Cause you'll ask me dirty. I ain't gonna lie. I smell you when you leave, bro. I gotta sweep. I gotta mop up all the floor and stuff, bro. Y'all nasty. Use this. Doc Spartan Combat Ready Ointment in a stick application. Okay. So this, check this out. This is. I'm gonna use the shit out of this. You know why? Because most of you guys didn't get one of these. A BJJ box. Uh, thing to cut your and file your nails and because you didn't get one of these you're gonna scratch my neck and you're gonna scratch my arm and then I'm gonna pull out my Doc Spartan ready to use ointment and I'm gonna go and then hopefully it heals without catching that whole MRSA thing and I'll use some of that as well and then you have um, some recovery restore salt scrub Max recovery rub it on that's, that's probably not the best one out of the ones that I've done so far. Everything is very minty, eucalyptus-y. Yeah, because you got to keep clean. Because people will be dirty and stanky. I want to smell it too. Oh, that looks cool. It, I mean, it's 
Oh, but it's like not even No, wet. it's it's, it's not salt. yeah, it's just salt. Like most of these things you buy are like a liquid with like a salt scrub in it or like a scrub in it, right? Mm-hmm. This is literally like just the scrub, which is crazy. There is no whole bunch of liquid with just some scrub granules. This is like we just don't throw the granules in. Oh, let's put that in the shower. I'm 100% going to use this tonight. Scrub my body. I only did four hours. No, yeah, four hours tonight, so no big deal. Ten hours tomorrow, though, baby. You know what it is. That's it. That's it? All right, so look. All of this stuff is fantastic. I'm so happy that I got a bunch of stuff from BJJ Box after all this time wanting to get it. I don't know how they changed how they're doing subscriptions. I think they're trying to do a quarterly. Don't quote me. But I think they're trying to do a quarterly subscription for everyone, adding more quality products, and like changing their sort of price points and that kind of thing. And as soon as they get all that settled in, I'll probably go right back and try to get a subscription again because I really love this stuff. Um, and also, I might get a, you know, I love the t-shirts. And they have bigger boxes. So I might get myself a big box one time just so I can open it up and maybe there's like a gi in it and a hoodie and pants and jujitsu shorts and more stuff and snacks so shout out to bjj box i super appreciate it and the lovely wife for helping me go through this she is the product queen so she knows much better about how to do all this stuff be on the lookout for her future um product summaries and so forth because it's coming anyway i love y'all i love you thank you so much you're welcome it was super fun i'm gonna play one right there i don't know Anyway, if you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend, uh, pass it along. If you want to support the show, you can do that by hitting the Cash App, Crew Luck, at Cash App, whatever that is. Right? Now, how you do it? You just go to Cash App, at Crew Luck, and you can drop a dime and help us out. Um, if you want to stop by the gym, www.luckysmt.com. You can hit me directly at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram. You can hit Roberto Carrero to check out the jiu-jitsu program at Carrero BJJ. Again, I love y'all. Enjoy your evening, or day, or afternoon, or whatever it is you're doing when you hear this. Peace. Be out. And they change him to a villain. When the system's been set up by racists trying to kill him. I just want to 